Hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Beyond the Pink Cloud. I'm your host, Dr. Alice Kirby. Today we have with us Jackie Evans, who is affiliated with Sands Bar, the country's um, pop-up sober bar phenomenon that's occurring all over the United States. It began in Austin, Texas. But Jackie with us today here is the host of Sands Bar Mass, the event that is upcoming in Massachusetts. Welcome, Jackie. Thanks so much for being here with us today. Hi, Alice. Dr. Alice, good to see you. So thanks so much for being here, Jackie. And I'd love um, just for you to tell us a little bit about your story and how you got involved with Sands Bar. Um, sure, I'd love to. Um, so I live in Massachusetts, and um, I am just about seven months sober. Um, it was, awesome. Thanks, thanks. It was um, an area in my life that kind of always sat in the back of my head. Um, my way of drinking probably looked super normal to everybody on the outside and everybody in my surrounding circle. Um, I don't know that I necessarily identify as an addict. Um, I more so probably see myself as a gray area drinker. And I didn't even know what that term meant until I really started um, digging around in kind of um, different sober accounts on Instagram, and I kind of came along um, Jolene Park. I don't know if you know her. Jolene Park Healthy Discoveries, and she has a whole website kind of um, geared towards gray area drinking. Oh, and cool. yeah, and through reading through her website and everything, yeah, it was, I was stunned. I was like, there are all these other women that feel just like me. Because I had felt so alone like I constantly had this voice in the back of my head that every time I drank even though it wasn't super excessively the next day I just felt all that guilt all that shame of you know this isn't serving you this isn't making you happy this isn't making you feel good I was super unmotivated in my life and um, my profession I'm actually a general manager of two gyms so I'm, I was feeling like I wasn't like leading by example per se, because while I would work super hard and I would work out hard and everybody saw me as somebody that was, you know, really in shape and really healthy, um, I would go home every night and unwind by having a couple glasses of wine or a couple cocktails, which in a lot of circle seems pretty normal. I think a lot of people kind of drink that way. It's so socially acceptable these days that I don't think many people question that that much as like, you know, but now, now looking back, I'm like, well, no, you were drinking every day. I mean, that's not not necessarily, you know, healthy or good for you. And it, and it just, it just wasn't right for me. Like, it just wasn't serving me anymore. It just wasn't making me happy. So um, I would say for about two years, I kind of felt that way. And I kind of started, um, you know, seeking out more information. And um, it's funny the way everything kind of falls into place. Um, I had thought about doing the Whole30. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I am. Uh, Mel- Melissa Hartwig's Whole30. And... Um, I had thought about doing that with my clients because, you know, a lot of people come to me with 
nutrition questions and, you know, different ways to, you know, lead a healthier lifestyle and maybe lose some weight or they have like some food allergy stuff going on. And I, I liked the whole 30 because, um, it kind of identified like the foods that were maybe not making you feel good. Mm-hmm. And it has pretty, all the manipulation. Um, it's, it's pretty, pretty intense. It's yeah. pretty plant, plant-based, though, isn't it, right? I've never um, done it, but it's like no dairy and no sugar. Oh, yeah. It's no that. dairy, no sugar, no grains, no beans. Can you have coffee? Um, <laughs> I don't have coffee. Can you have coffee? coffee? You can have coffee. <laughs> However, <laughs> no alcohol for 30 days. Which is a big deal when you <laughs> are drinking. Because I remember oh, back yeah. when I was in PT school, and I'm doing my clinical rotations, and... um. Some of my classmates were like, we're going to do the whole 30. Are you going to do it? And I remember my initial thought was like, there's no, I was like, I could do it, but still drink. I don't think I said that out loud, but I was like, there's no way I'm not drinking for 30. Right. It seems crazy to me at the time. Like, Oh yeah, absolutely. So I thought about that probably the year prior to actually doing it. And I just could not comprehend not huh. drinking for 30 days. I'm like, there's just no way. So I just put it out of my head. And then that whole year, I was still just not feeling settled with the way I was drinking and I just so last January I decided I was going to do this with my clients and I really was deciding to do it for myself though too because I knew if I committed to this I would be accountable to these people Mm -hmm. and I would I would have to it would give me a real reason not to drink for 30 days and I kind of Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to ask if you, I'm so interested in your story. I, um, <laughs> did you like try to quit drinking before? Yeah. Like, so I would, I was going through the spurts of like taking, okay. 10 days, taking 10 days off. 10 days was probably like my max. And then, you know, you start to feel good and then you start to rationalize with yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not really that big of a deal. Like it's really not that big of a deal, you know? If you have a couple drinks and then, but it was this constant mental battle every single day. If I would wake up, I would look at myself in the mirror, I'd go, ugh, your eyes are puffy. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't look that great. And then it would start with the, well, I'll try to just drink on the weekends. Or I'll only drink if we go out to dinner. Or, you know, I won't drink at home. Or I'll just have, you know, one drink. Or it was like, it consumed so much of my thoughts. Yeah, I didn't realize like how much I was actually thinking about it and how much energy was being spent so thinking much. about alcohol. It was crazy. So lots, yeah, lots of starts and stops, but nothing ever really stuck. But I always had it in the back of my mind that like I needed this part out of my life for good. And I think I was just terrified what my life would look like without that because yeah. of my social circle, my friends, um, even my relationship with my fiance, like a lot of that was centered around. I mean, we're both super active. We would go trail running, we would hike, but then it would always be like, Hey, all right, let's hear that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Work hard, play hard, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was just one of those things. And then I figured, well, I'm just going to commit to this and, um, and it stuck. And through that month is when I really just started researching, like just started reading everything I could get my hands on. You know, I hooked up with so many uh, sober accounts on Instagram and um, I started listening to 
the home podcast with um, Laura McCowan and Holly Whitaker, and that was awesome. That just grabbed my attention so much. I started reading all of their blogs. Um, I was following Sober Girls Society, and they monthly put up a post, Find Your Sober Sister. I don't know if you've ever noticed that before either. I don't and think so. People, yeah, it's neat. People, you can post where you live, and I mean, hundreds of people post on that. And I connected with um, a few girls in the in my local area. And one in particular was Karen Burdeck, and she is going to be helping me host Sam Farm House. Cool. So um, it was really neat the way everything kind of played out. And um, through the third 30 days of the whole 30 um, is when I, I knew I was done. I was done. Yeah. So I gradually yeah. started to have the conversations with those closest to me saying, mm-hmm. you know, this, this, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Did you and ever, um, did you ever, like, it doesn't sound like you did. Did you ever identify as, like, an alcoholic, or were you just, it sounds like you really didn't, because you... No, I, no, I, it's funny. I don't think I do, but yet, it's funny when you look back, I, it, it was a problem. You know, maybe I don't necessarily identify as being physically addicted. Um. You know, sometimes you look at, oh, you're an alcoholic if you're drinking in the morning or you're drinking all day long or you're, right. you know, what constitutes Yeah, exactly. But it's like, why wait to get to a rock bottom? I, I mean, love that. I think, yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you're talking about it so openly and talking about this gray area of drinking. Yeah. I feel like there's this whole thing where it's like, it has to get so bad and, and, um, it, it, it doesn't. It's just wonderful to like feel like this can be a part of educating people that it doesn't through your story, you know, and, and others like you. I think it's Absolutely. really an, an important thing to recognize. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, life events happen. Things things can turn, and then your quote normal drinking can all of a sudden turn to be not not good, you know. Yeah, well, it's a um, progressive, progressive disease, yeah, so I think it does I mean, just get it worse and worse. Was, yeah, it was progressive for me, for sure. I mean, I was, I was going through a divorce, and my drinking definitely picked up. And I don't know if it was that I was stressed, or more so I was looking for an escape. Yeah. I was out with friends. I, you know, was trying to just fill my time with having fun, and that's what everyone did for fun. So it just kind of became like my lifestyle without even realizing that it was becoming excessive like that, you know? Right. Well, it's so normalized in, in oh, our culture. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's what you do even where I live. It's like there's no, I mean, sure, you can go. I was talking to a friend about like a sober bars because there's actually going to be a pop-up here in San Diego where I live. Um, yeah. which is cool because I was like oh my gosh we should start one there's the Sam's Bar thing it's so cool and maybe we could do a pop-up here and then this other group is doing it which is which is incredible and one of my friends here is like well isn't that every juice bar like why do we need like, quote unquote <laughs> yeah. sober bar and I'm like well I think it's the idea is to get people who don't want to like revolve their social you know outing around alcohol a place to go to still like be out and have fun that's not a coffee shop um, right and especially in the evening. 
Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do in the evening? Most juice bars close, you know. By I know. 5 p.m. And then you coffee, drink you're not coffee. drinking that at night. <laughs> so, so it's nice to find a spot where you can still have, like, you can make authentic connections instead of just everybody's yeah. sitting around getting buzzed and then what are you even talking about? Are these conversations you even want to be having in the first place? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny when you stop drinking and then you realize, huh. What did we talk about all those stuff? I know. Or I'll be out with, like, people and they, and I have no problem, like, going out with people that are drinking, but if it gets yeah. to the point where the conversations just start repeating themselves, I'm like, yeah, right. I'm done. I'll see you guys later. Like, yeah. Um, and, I, yeah, I mean, no judgment towards anybody at all. Oh, no, no. You know, but. At all, but. And that's what I was saying. Yeah. I'm like, for me, it was a problem, you know, and, and, you know, I don't know. I always say, like, you know, you don't have to necessarily have a quote drinking problem for drinking to be a problem for you. It's so true. It was so it was a problem for me. I just wasn't happy. So uh, with anything in your life, like if it doesn't serve you anymore, it's time to get rid of it. So it's true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's awesome. So tell me a little bit more about. Have you been to um other of the Sandbar events? No, I haven't even been to one, which is crazy. I almost hopped on a plane and went down to D.C. There was one in um, May in D.C. That's so cool. And I know. And I had, so through my whole, you know, just starting to follow different sober accounts and everything, I, I started following Sam's Bar, um, which the founder is Chris Marshall, and he is out of Austin, Texas. And... um he is an addiction counselor and he started to see that there was such a need for some place for people to socialize outside of AA. So he started um, doing pop-up events um, in different spots, like retail spots. Um, you know, I think he had one in like a bookstore, retail stores. And the first pop-up event was in December of 2017. And, um, he continued to have that once a month, he would host those. And then they actually got their permanent location in May of 2018. So now that is permanently in Austin, Texas, and they are open every Friday night and, um, some Saturdays on the weekend. So it's really given people a place to go hang out and socialize and drink some awesome mocktails and make connections, which is great. It's really cool. And people are yeah. well received, I take it. If it's still in business, I'm imagining. It is. It is. He actually, it. I don't know if you've heard it, but um, he was actually interviewed on NPR just mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, you'll have to learn that. that. It's really cool. That's they awesome. Were, yeah, they interviewed him, and then um, they interviewed this other couple in Austin, Texas, who are documenting their... Um, going alcohol-free for 30 days, and they're kind of uh, documenting it on their Instagram page. I think it's called, oh, I think it's called Boozeless Austin, Texas. I should have looked that up. <laughs> but um, it, that's been neat, too, to kind of watch all the different things they're trying out for 30 days without the don't involve alcohol being social. So, that's neat. Yeah, so I had... Um, you know, I had seen all that going on and everything, and I did the same, same thing you were saying, like, oh, like, we totally need something like that here, and I kept talking about it and talking about it, and finally my fiancé was like, well, why don't you just 
contact him. Like, why don't you just see mm-hmm. what it would take to, to do that here? And I was like, well, all right, why not? So I just shot him an Instagram message and ended up having a phone call and the rest is history. So we will be planning Sandsbar Mass. Um, and that's going to be happening on August 10th. Um, yeah. Yep. And it's going to be in Western Mass. Um, I know a lot of people were hoping it was probably going to be closer towards Boston, closer towards the city, but I, I live out in Western Mass. So just the planning and the logistics of all that. I figured first time around, we have, we were going to have it out here a little closer to me so I could plan it easier. So is it a, just a one time thing with the pop up that you'll do it there? Yep. So right now, I'm looking at this as a one-time event, but I certainly am open to doing it again. You know, if, if there's people that are really excited about it, maybe if other people want to get involved with helping, you know, plan, and um, maybe if we wanted to bring it out more towards Boston, I would possibly look at a different location. Although, I think the spot we found out here in Western Mass is perfect. Um, I'm having it at Flywheel Arts. In East Hampton, Mass., um, they're a nonprofit community art space, and they were already an alcohol free space, which was awesome. It is so, yeah, so I figure this is the spot is perfect. They already do live music, art exhibits, film screening, poetry theater, all that stuff. so yeah, I had, yeah it's like the perfect location. it really is. Could you walk us through a little bit like what you have planned or pictured for the event? I'm curious, like, is it dim lighting? Are there couches? Is there an actual bar? Is there live music or a DJ? Yeah, yeah. So we're, we'll, you know, we'll set up a little bar area, and um, we ended up with three drink sponsors that were kind enough to. They're going to be sending us their product to have for that evening. We have Element Shrub the mocktail club and drink sound which is a sparkling tea beverage um so they're all going to be sponsoring the event so we'll be making different mocktails out of their products and then um a friend of mine owns a gluten-free restaurant and um pastry um shop it's called auntie kathy's kitchen and she is going to be making bite-sized gluten-free vegan desserts for us so that's going to be awesome. Yep. And then um, Karen, who's helping me host the event, her husband is a musician. He plays in three different bands, actually. And one of his bands, called The Squall, is going to be playing at the event. That's great. It's so yeah. fun. I love it. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. We've had such an outpouring of support. I've gotten so many wonderful messages from people in this community it's just it warms my heart it's really awesome how supportive people are and how excited everybody is about an event like this coming to the area that's great so i mean you're doing such a good service for people is it um is it like you pay one fee a cover fee to get in or do you pay just per drink or how does the, the cost work it's a it's a one-time ticket fee um so people can follow us at sandbar mass and the ticket link is in our bio. It's you could also find us through Eventbrite, Sandsbar Mass, and um, the tickets are on sale now. And that covers your entrance to the event, the live music, the mocktails, the desserts, everything that we have is included. That's great. Makes it so easy. Right. Yeah. That's that's the point. Just 
kind of make it an opportunity for people to come and make authentic connections, you know, in a safe, sober, and inclusive atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to want to talk to other people and make friends. It's hard, I think, yeah. to first stop drinking, like you were saying earlier, because it is such a yeah. big shift with your current relationships and peer group to just cut that out of your life. It's like, well, I can't go meet people for happy hour now, so what do I, how do I have friends? What do we do? It definitely, it's a big shift. It is. It is. I mean, I'll I'll still go out and you know, sure, yeah, with you know my same friends and stuff. But but yeah, it's still it it absolutely changes things. It's nice like to have but, other, other friends and other options. I think is what I've sort of discovered. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, just kind of think outside of the box, try new things, figure out what what do you really like to do. I mean, so much of my time was spent. Sitting, sitting in a bar. I find that I have so much extra time now to get stuff done. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's really then I great. feel like I just take on so many projects because I have all this energy and time. Yeah. And then I'm like, I have so much to do all the time, but it's great. I'm never bored. Very rare. I don't, I'm like, do I even get bored anymore? Very rarely. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just do a lot of, I know. It's like now. I'm reading. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't even like a big reader before. And, you know, over the past month, I'm like reading everything I can get my hands on, like every sober memoir, every, you know, everything, reading people's blogs, you know, listening to podcasts. It's just, yeah, it's neat how you fill your time with new stuff. So, yeah, it is. It's definitely good and a wonderful gift. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome to get to meet these people in real life too. Like, you know, you've connect, I've connected with so many people through Instagram, and now so many of them are coming out for the event. It's gonna, it's just gonna be really neat to actually see these people in person and connect. Yeah, for sure. It's, I have yeah. a, a conference like that I go to every year. It's a professional conference for entrepreneurs and, and therapists and healthcare professionals. It's not a sober thing, but it's crazy because everybody's so involved online, and then you go and you see these people that you you feel so close with, <laughs> right? You know, and it's the same in person. It's a whole different ballgame. It's really sweet. It's a really nice thing. Yeah. Yeah, this past summer, um, I had the opportunity to go to Marblehead Mass, to go to one of Laura McCowan's um, Sacred Saturday yoga events. At um, um, Kripala, right? Is where she goes in? Well, she's doing her first um, retreat at Kripalu this September, but this was in her hometown. So it was at this small, um, little yoga studio space. And, um, it was probably 25 people were there, I want to say. And it was, it was an amazing experience. If, if anyone is listening and has the opportunity to go to this, I would highly recommend it. It was absolutely very therapeutic for me. She'll probably always remember me as the girl that was sobbing for the entire hour and a half. But <laughs> it, was, Perfect, it, was, it was awesome. If it was going to happen anywhere, that was the place for it to happen. The community of women there were so supportive. I connected with um, the She Recovers group out of Boston, and they're all planning on coming. Um, the, the Boston chapter has put that as their event for um, August to come to Sansmar Mass. So that's wonderful. to see a lot of those ladies. Yeah, but that that event was tremendous so it was neat to see somebody like her in person here you you know i've read her blog i listened to the podcast and then to actually get to meet her was was just fantastic it was it was a neat event for sure 
she's a great a great voice and i, I haven't really mm. listened to her, her podcast i need to but i you know just check her out and follow her on instagram and um i just i love her voice i love the way she speaks about her journey oh yeah and sobriety and it's it's just very um, clear and down to earth to me. So I was like, I want to get her on the podcast. I need to send her a message. <laughs> I know she's oh, yeah. like, oh, well, you don't know me. I ask everybody. I'm like, how do I get Robert Downey Jr. on? Dream <laughs> big. Um, why not? Why not? All you have I to do is ask. Just keep asking, yeah. Worst case, they say no, right? Exactly. <laughs> and it's so fun just to get to to chat with people like this who are doing, um, you know, amazing things and who have journeys that are really different than mine, but also where there's, there's certain um, similarities. So it's, it's good to yeah. hear what, what you're up to. Um, well, I just think it's neat because um, anyone can get involved. That's that's the really neat part. I mean, I'm, I'm just this girl out here in Western Mass just working her job, just kind of, you know, I've got four kids, raising my four kids. Wow. Doing my thing. And, and I just, this community helped me so much. I just really wanted to give back in some way. So I figured, why not this event? So any, anyone can do it. You know, and that's, that's what makes this community so great is it's, it's all the people that just kind of volunteer, the people that encourage. I mean, so many people out there have helped me. I wouldn't be here, you know, doing this at all if it wasn't for um, the sober community out there, honestly. Everybody's been so great. That's awesome. And that's what, yeah, that's what's good. Do you have any, um, I know you've mentioned a few, but do you have any other favorite Instagram accounts that you follow? Oh my goodness. There's so many. <laughs> um, top five? Okay. Oh gosh, top five. Well, yeah, I had said, um, so Jolene Park, Park that's um, Healthy Discoveries. And then um, she has the podcast, the edit podcast, and um, I can't think of the last name, but it's Aiden is who she hosts with, and it's the Dry Life Club, I think, is who she is under on Instagram. And both of those accounts are fantastic. Um, Laura McGowan, of course, Holly Whitaker, she's the one that originally was at sobriety school, and now she has her company out of New York. Um, called Tempest. That's a fantastic account to follow. Also, um, I had mentioned Sober Girl Society. Um, she's out of the UK, but that's, she puts up great posts. Super fun. Oh. And then, um, right here in Worcester, Mass is, um, Kristen, aka Boozeless. And, um, she's been a huge supporter of ours also, giving us some great shout outs. Um, through her Instagram page, and then I'm trying to think who else. Oh, I love Silly Laura too. She's she's awesome. Silly Laura. Okay. I like Laura Frazier. I don't know if you follow her. The name sounds familiar, but Silly Laura. Yeah. So maybe I don't. I'll check that out. Yeah, check her out. She's great. She's cool. Great. Yeah. Well, there's. There's. Oh my gosh! I could go on and on. I follow so many accounts, <laughs> and it's funny. You get a little. You get a little. You know, look into these people' li- people's lives, and yeah, like you were saying, you feel like you really get to get to know them a bit. So it's neat. It is. It's cool to see what people are doing too. There's just so much creativity happening, and mm-hmm. yeah. Do you follow that um, tea tea doodler? Have I do. I have to <laughs> love that one. Yeah, it's really fun. It I really to, I guess, is. 
maybe I don't see stuff come up that much for her. Um, yeah, but I do. That, yeah, the algorithm on Instagram is so strange. Like, I, I wish I could see, you know, more. And then I'll think of someone and I'll have to go look for their page, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's why I'm, I'll check that. Yeah. yeah. T doodle, that makes me smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fun one. It's silly and lighthearted. It's just yeah. Really, yeah. Really nice. Cause it doesn't have to be so serious. I'm in quite a few recovery groups on Facebook and it's, so many of them are so intense. I'm like, okay, I'm just yeah. not like, I'm not that intense of a person. I don't think really. <laughs> like, I, I like, you know, being kind of lighthearted and, right. you know, focusing on, creating as much as possible so it's yeah it's good when people kind of embrace the lighter side and the ability to just move forward absolutely absolutely well thanks um so much for coming on jackie thank you for having me yeah um so with sansbar after i know you're just involved with sansbar mass at this time um but do you know if if they're going to have other pop-ups anywhere else around the country this coming this fall or this winter they absolutely, yes, they absolutely are. So, um, let's see, the weekend before ours on August 3rd in Nashville, um, they'll be hosting Sands Bar, um, Nashville. And then on September 28th, it will be Sands Bar LA. Oh, and cool. I think, That's I think, yeah, I think that, you know, you'll have to check that one out because I think that one's okay. going to be a big one. I think that's going to be a big one. They have a musician that's a pretty big headliner. And, oh. um, yeah, I know. I'm already, like, inspiring how I can get plane tickets to go out for that one. Yeah, that also sounds yeah. fun. Yes, cool. absolutely. Yep. So, so we'll see. I mean, keep your eyes peeled. If you follow um, Chris's main Sandsbar page, you'll you'll be able to get all, all the info on which events are happening because he's constantly posting which ones are happening. So, um, I definitely think it's something that we're going to keep seeing because I've, I've had people just message me asking, how can I get involved? How can I have this in my state? So I always kind of direct them back to Chris, but people want more of this, which is awesome. Yeah, it definitely seems like it. And I wish I could remember the name of the group who's doing it here. Um, it's not called Stan's Bar, but it's the same or very similar concept. So it, it definitely is a growing kind of a growing, I don't want to call it a, a movement, but there's momentum behind it, which is, it is cool. Like, why not? Yeah. Let's try sober bars. We've tried alcohol bars. <laughs> right. You know that one, what that is. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right, Jackie. Well, thank you so much. And um, good luck with the event. I'm, it sounds like it'll be incredible. I'm excited. It's going to be great. But thank you so much for having me. This has been fun, for sure. Yeah, likewise.